Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. (laughs) So we're going to have fun on this episode here, folks. If you're new, by the way, welcome, but we're going to have fun on today's episode. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to have a laugh. But before I get into this, yes, I need to apologize. Allergies hit me like a plague because our weather changed. It just all of a sudden got a little bit warmer. So then my body starts tripping on my allergies. So I will apologize if you hear any of that come through. I try not to, but sniffles and coughs and all that is just annoying. So I'll set that out of the way. The second thing I'll mention real fast, I am planning to get out of here either this weekend or next, probably next at this point, because the car fiasco is not going to solve. So I've kind of said that if this dealership's not going to play ball, he was supposed to call me back. He never did. Uh, If that's not going to play ball to get this other business, then I'll just do the drive with a car that I can't register here. I have to call the state where I'm going. Uh, to see what they'll tell me. If they'll take it, they'll register it, then I'll just make the drive and risk it. Like Forty the River on Oregon Trail. So that's where I'm at on personal stuff. And then, of course, money's flowing in. Some some of it free checks, some of it hard work, but money's flowing in, so that's a good thing. And I still haven't done my taxes, which I normally would have had done a long time ago, but I'm trying to give this other joker who owes me a 1099. He hasn't done it yet, so if he doesn't, I'm just going to file without it. And that's going to be, well... I mean, don't cut my bill in half. I guess there's that. So the reason I laughed at the top, though, cryptocurrency went on a bit of a something. I don't know what to make of that something, but it went on a bit of a something. And we're going to be talking about that here today. And some of you are not going to like what I have to say. But I think it's important because mine has always been to try to keep people safe. But I, I do feel heartened about some of the stuff I'm seeing. Let me jump into that. But the dominant message of this episode is going to be this recent run that we just had. And again, some of you may not like what I have to say. Some of you may not believe Leister at CryptoTalkRadio.net. And I understand. I'm still going to talk about it. And hopefully people will understand now, if you've been listening for a while, why I said what I said. 
Let's get into it. I debated whether it was even worth talking numbers because the numbers are misleading. And you're wondering what I mean when I say misleading. I have said on multiple occasions here on the show at CryptoTalkRadio.net that this whole thing, cryptocurrency, when I say this whole thing, this whole thing is really a game. And what you have to do is learn how to play that game. I don't know that people really understood what I was implying or inferring or getting at. And this recent run-up is a great opportunity to put a stake, S-T-A-K-E, into this for once and for all as to why it's, I say it's a game and why it always has been a game. And I'm going to try to add some context in terms of some tips and tricks. I can't tell you what to do with your money, but just tips and tricks, things to look out for, things to clues, hints. I had one person actually even ask, you know, how do you know that something's going to crap or how do you know it's going to run? And there's, there is a certain logic to it but it's hard to put into words. You can look at graphs all day long, but sometimes the graphs lie. I mean, I'm being honest here. So let's start with just basic numbers. And we'll start with Ethereum because I like Ethereum. Ethereum went on a somewhat of a run, got up to 1,700, was just jumping, jumping from a 1,500 low. Ethereum still has a bearish sentiment, at least for the next six-ish months, with a very strong bullish sentiment leading into 2024. So a lot of people were chiming in in various forums trying to figure out what the heck was going on with this most recent run-up. It is this that I was chuckling at in the top of the show because seeing people's reactions always gives me a little bit of a giddy because I love to see when people are frustrated over something that they cannot control. That might sound like a weird thing, like a fetish, but I just, I get a kick when people, they, they say these things that, they just make you laugh. They're funny things. It's not that I'm trying to, you know, ridicule them. I just like when this kind of stuff happened. So I'm going to read a couple of these, and then I'm going to talk about the game. User Cryptomania says, quote, I'm done with this manipulative, speculative shit for now. I refuse to make Wells rich. See you in the next correction. If it ever happens, and if it's a decent correction, I'll go on with what I have already. This is some utter FOMO manipulation that makes no sense at all. So, it, basically, the predominant messaging is that this recent pump is a form of manipulation. It is this that I want to high-level talk about. Let me continue, and then I'll come back to it. This was uh, this other one's yesterday. User August Jewel says, quote, This market make no sense. The macro outlook is so bearish. The stock market and crypto look very over-optimistic. Over-optimistic. What do we mean? What we mean, what they mean, is when we see a bearish sentiment in the next three months, six months, whatever, if we see a bearish sentiment, we don't expect run-ups, we don't expect pumps, we don't expect green to a significant degree. We certainly don't expect to see millions and millions of dollars flowing into projects during a bearish period. What happens is we had a lot of liquidations, especially on Bitcoin. There was a significant amount of liquidations. These liquidations caused a bit of this run-up. We also had a little bit of the Asian market playing a part of it. We had a little bit of, I would argue, bull traps. There's a mixture of different things, I believe, are playing into this. I 
I have said I don't feel like we're in the bull market yet and still haven't been. And trust me, if we were, I would have told you about it. We also learned recently that some of the exchanges were buying more Bitcoin to shore up their reserves. We hear chatter about the whole, you know, Binance USD, USDT, and all these other ones apparently lacking reserves. We were hearing that there was a, a rush to Bitcoin, especially when it hit the lowest point. We also saw that there was a little bit of sentiments on stock. We saw that some of the chip shortage lightened up a little bit. There's a mixture of different things that I speculate. I want to key that word. I speculate all work together to create a perfect storm of green run. But if you heard me over multiple episodes, probably in frustration, you heard me say, I don't think we're there yet in a bull market because it doesn't feel like it is. Some people thought it was just CZ Binance himself shoring up something behind the scenes, fresh off what happened with Binance USD. I can't say that happened, but I'm sure that part of his transactions played a part. User Crypto Cowboy very recently said, quote, complete and total bullshit with this obvious manipulation, but the only way to combat this is to not give them your Bitcoin. Supply and demand, people. I know it hurts to watch, but we all have to do our part. Don't give them what they want. This refers to a basically a bull trap, create a pump to cause people to FOMO into the business, and then you're a form of exit liquidity as people sell out. Now, is that likely what's going on? I say actually yes. I think that's a good probability. I truly do. User Crypto Bull says, quote, the whales just played you, bears all fall 2022. September to December was all them trapping you dumb bears. They even used the FTX debacle as an opportunity to further trap you. And then as soon as 2023 came, where all bears thought things would be even more bearish, whales crushed the bears and their egos. That's not what happened. It's not what happened. Totally not. Some others think that it's just natural fluctuation. User Sky says, quote, what manipulation do you, what quote manipulation do you quote investors speak of? It's literally a term that's thrown around when crypto fluctuates in a way that you can't understand. So tell me, where are your resources evidence for said manipulation? I'd like to address that. I, I'd like to address that. So let's define manipulation. Manipulation is simply changing the rules of something that otherwise has predictability. We saw predictability in price movement for Bitcoin. We saw predictability in price movement of Ethereum. We also can see at a macro level that the price movement of everything is still headed downward in terms, not as a super crap, but certainly not upward. So since it's not upward, and since we see that there is a downward expected over the next six months, it is illogical to see a pump of millions and millions of dollars suddenly show up one day out of the clear blue. And mind you, as I record this, we've already lost quite a big chunk of it, about $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. So now what does that tell you? Well, we know there's multiple factors playing into this. If it's true, and nobody can say for sure, but if it's true that there are whales trying to create a bull trap, now, the other part of the, and the exit liquidity part, we have to look at the big picture of why they're doing that now versus later. Could be, and this is speculation, could be just off the Binance USD situation. Could be off of something that, you know, Gary Gensler recently said. Could be just the Asian markets being the Asian markets. Could be something on the stock market. Could be something on precious metals. 
Could be something just people needed money and they just want to get the money off of it. Regardless, I say, and I speculate, multiple factors are playing in. If we don't expect those factors to be there during a bull market, but we only see it during a bear market, we can qualify this as a form of manipulation. As in we are trying to create some sense, some trigger, some FOMO sense during a bear period where this pump is illogical in size and timing. That's where we're really coming from. Now, the let's play devil's advocate. Recently, we saw that things were going really strong green. This is prior to Gary Gensler coming out, trying to attack Kraken, attack Binance USD. Prior to those events, we saw that everything was going strong green. We saw that everything was usurping what we predicted back in Q4. All of a sudden, Gensler comes out with these very damaging statements talking about security again, and things go red. In my most recent episode, I said, as long as society keeps falling for it, we're going to still have this negative sentiment. Next thing we know, we start seeing more green. Could be that people were just buying in to trigger a run and trigger a bull. But unfortunately, the bears are not ready to buy in. Could be that simple too. That's also a form of manipulation, reverse manipulation, that there are these wealthy folks that are trying to trigger a bull run for whatever reason, whatever motivation, and it's not working. It's still a form of manipulation. So we know there's manipulation. What we don't know is the motive behind said manipulation, period. User Bitcoin Maniac 05 says, quote, the only people who are bullish are the ones who bought at 60 grand. Wake up, this is a bull trap. And again, Usually, this is pretty smart thought process. We think that, yes, there's got to be something more to this. It can't be that simple. What the heck's going on here? And while the whole 60K, I don't I don't know that. I mean, I understand what he's saying is that people who are buying at the all-time high basically see a run-up and they think it's going to get back up there or go past it. Again, I'm skeptical that we're there. I don't think we're there quite yet. All right. So... With this now, people that listen to me hopefully benefited from the run-up. This is the game I want to wrap up this episode with to talk about very briefly. Those listening to me for a while heard me refer to it as a game. Those who are new, welcome. The game, I will define a little bit further to make it easier. The game is cryptocurrency is largely, not solely, but largely unpredictable. It's, in a sense, a lottery of a form. It's, in a sense, gambling of a form. The reason I say this is because there are outside factors having nothing to do with something that you do or don't do that influence your ability to make profit. They they affect your ability to make significant amounts of profit. They affect whether you're going to take a loss or not. There are outside factors that you cannot necessarily know in advance. Some of them are unfair factors the Gary Gensler's of the world. Some of them are known factors, central exchanges. Some of them are predictable factors, dev incompetence. I've said stick with the core coins, they can never steer you wrong. Bitcoin being one of those is still subject to this level of disruption where it jumps up and then goes back down. So what I've said and many have kind of realigned to the stop process is learn how to take for profits and stop. You got to let go of the whole hold, hold, hold mentality that you've been, that's been drilled into you and learn to take for profits. 
Nobody, I don't think, says not to buy something, but rather learn to take for profits. If you had bought into Bitcoin, I'm talking in this recent situation here, if you had bought into Bitcoin, and let's say you tossed $1,000 at Bitcoin, when it went as low as about $17,000, okay, so it's up right now to just shy of $24,000. That's a $7,000 increase over where it was before. That's a lot. And so you would have made some profit in there. Roughly what? A couple hundred dollars on there? That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Might even made a thousand or so, depending on the fluctuation and the timing of it, if you put it in, let's say, a thousand dollars. That's not bad. So then take for profits. I think people see can I put, let's say, a thousand in there? It goes up to eighteen hundred dollars, and you're like, well, maybe to go a little higher. And then we crap because it was a bull trap, and you're back down to twelve hundred. You're still at two hundred profit, but you could have been at eight hundred profit if you had sold out. You sell out to take the profit. I'm not saying liquidate it. I'm saying take the profit portion out. The other reason people hesitate doing this is it lowers the amount of, you know, coins that you have, right? And so your profit potential is affected every time you take profits, unless it's a strong bull run to mitigate how much you need to sell to take those profits. That's the game. The game is to measure how much your investment needs to be to try to maximize the profit anytime there's a pump and then train yourself to take profits off the pump. If you're a gambler and you want to just hold, hold, hold like a Bitcoin, you toss $1,000 and you want it to go to 60 grand again. So basically you want it as of right now, you want it to basically 3X, so you'll make $3,000. No problem. I have nothing but respect for those that do that, especially if you're one that's just going to DCA in. So every payday, you're going to toss another $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, because you're anticipating it's going to go down. I've said that Bitcoin to me, its bottom is somewhere in the 10 to 12,000 range. I've argued that somewhere in the middle of the year, we are going to go down to that number. I've argued we're not at the bull run yet. Assuming that Leicester's telling the truth, and I can't say I am, I'm saying assuming that Leicester's telling the truth and he gets it right, it is possible that somebody who DCA's in, DCA's in, DCA's in. So let's say that, let's target June for clean numbers. So you toss a thousand every check. Let's say you get paid biweekly like everybody else, which is I hate pay, 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 biweekly pay cycles. But let's say you get paid biweekly every every month. So you have one more check in March, right? Let's say two checks in April, so that's three. Two checks in May, so that's five. And then June, you get three checks, so eight. Eight checks, $8,000 you toss into this business. It goes three, you get 24 grand if Leicester gets it right. Yes, that's a huge win, right? That you got basically 16 grand worth of profit off of an $8,000 overtime DCA investment. But do you have the constitution? Do you have that solid foundation to say, I am going to keep diligently throwing $1,000 in this. I'm going to trust the process. I'm not going to take it out. I'm not going to touch it. And I almost cussed. Certainly, I'm not going to leave it in a centralized exchange, by the way. If you can do that, then yes, you do have that strong potential. But consider what it means. It means you have to trust that this absolutely is going to go that high to make it worth that, that investment and that it's not going to completely crap out. Do I think 
cryptocurrency is going to go zero? No. I'm saying that it's unknown. The increase is unknown. The rate of increase is unknown. The velocity is unknown. So every time somebody makes a decision to invest in cryptocurrency, they are taking a huge risk, ladies and gentlemen. And I want people to be confident in that decision. It should be money you're okay losing because we don't know what will happen. But yes, you could win big. And it's that's why it's a game. Because you're timing when something's going to run, whether something's going to run, how much is enough to put in to get enough return to make it worth the risk of it all, knowing that you could lose it, you theoretically could lose it. How probable? Not much, but you could. That's the game. That's why, though, nobody should really be able to tell you what to do with your crypto or what to do with your money because it's ultimately up to you and what you're willing to tolerate. What's your level of tolerance for risk? Some people don't have the tolerance for risk. They can't tolerate too much risk. They're, they're kind of passive in risk, and that's okay. If you're one that just doesn't like the disruption, like I said to these people, to these comments where they say, you know what, I can't deal with this manipulation. If you're one of those where the manipulation is just getting to you and you just can't deal with it, there's nothing wrong with that. And you shouldn't feel ashamed or defeated or any of that kind of stuff. Don't feel as though it's up down for you or it's defeating you or anything. Because this kind of disruption is normal. It's going to happen. It's going to happen again and again and again. And the only way to protect yourself is to learn to decouple your emotions from anything else. The last point I'll call out. Consider that the peak of the market, I'm talking overall, the market cap was roughly around $3 trillion. We are currently at $1 trillion. So consider we not only have a significant amount to potentially climb opportunity, we also have a potential to crash a little bit further. Do I think that I will? No, but there's the potential either way. It's like a 50-50 shot. The best you can do is find projects that you believe in, you confidently believe in for your investment strategy, whether that's listening to Leicester about the core coins, some garbage coins that you like, whatever that is, or maybe just stay stocks. I don't know. Find something that you confidently believe in. Put your money there. Make sure it's money you can afford to lose. That's really the key. And then the game is knowing in your heart of hearts, it's essentially a 50-50 shot. It's going to go up or it's not. Most likely, cryptocurrency will recover. Nobody can tell you when definitively. We can read charts. We can see what it looks like, but at the end of the day, not Jim Cramer, nobody can tell you exactly what's going to happen with the business because there's so many external factors playing in that are just damaging to it. The last note I'll say real fast, people have noticed that we appear to be, in terms of graph predictability, we appear to be very close to a situation where there's a run, again, coming somewhere around 2024's kickoff. So certain people are going to just keep on stacking now because they believe in this. And this has happened before multiple times over time. We have less of profit potential now than we did before. But this run-up, all it is, bottom line, as we see, because we already lost some of it. We didn't lose a lot of it, but we did lose some of it. It's cyclical. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. I don't see the bull run yet. And certain people may feel like it's never ending and that we're never getting to the positive. That's why you have to switch your strategy. That's why you have to switch your mind frame. 
into one of taking profits. Benefit from the pump. If it goes up a bit and you make some profit, take your profits out and be okay with that. And then DCA in to get back to your basis, but take your profits and be okay not making millions of dollars off of a major run. Because as I said, the, the 2021 runs, we're past that. We're not going to replicate that same performance anytime in the near future. But you can still make some money when these things run. They're going to run every now and then. So benefit from it. Take profits. Don't sit on it unless that's part of your strategy. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form. The link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.